Hey, it's Lori with One Life Coaching and Wellness coming to you. We're so excited about today's topic. Hope you're having a wonderful day and hope you enjoy. And we are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I am Coach Lori with One Life Coaching and Wellness, and I am here with Kathleen. I am so excited to talk with her today. We're going to be talking a little bit about her journey and everything. What I wanted to do before we get started is I just want to kind of say, wanted to kind of say how I got to know Kathleen and how she kind of became a part of my life. As most of you guys know, I was a coach at Orange Theory. I was a coach for about a year there. And I know Kathleen joined Orange Theory and she was one of those that came in and absolutely kicked butt and killed it. There are certain things that you, when you knew Kathleen was coming in, first of all, you knew she was going to kick butt. Second of all, you knew that she was going to bring a tribe. She had a tribe, or she still does, I'm sure, has a tribe of people that followed her to Orange Theory because she just has that amazing spirit and that amazing motivation that helps others. So it was exciting to always see her in class. I knew she was going to kill it. I knew she was have a tribe. She showed up a lot of times with her family, her daughters. Um, it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. So it was so great meeting you, Kathleen, and I'm so glad that I did. So everybody, I know we got some still kind of coming on and everything, but I wanted you, Kathleen, to kind of just start off a little bit, but just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, okay. Well, I um, have been in Colorado since I was two years old. Um, I came from a military family, but I was on the back end of it. I was, I'm the youngest of seven kids. Um, so I have a big family. I love being a part of that big family. Um, I have three kids of my own. They're, um, 24, uh, well, he's almost 24, 22 and 20, and they're probably the best part of me. Um, and that's probably, you know, most of me, I guess. <laughs> You're like, that's, that's most of it. <laughs> So what we're, what we're talking about today is kind of like, you know, inspiration and how you inspire and what kind of inspired you and motivated you. Now, I know you have a story as far as kind of what motivated you to kind of make some positive changes as far as health and fitness and just kind of overall, overall changes. So what motivated you and what changes did you make, Kathleen? Okay, so my first motivation came from, it was Mother's Day uh, 2019, and my kids and I went to a Luke Combs concert at Red Rocks. And if you've ever been to Red Rocks, you know the stairs, the climb, it's, it's pretty hard. And, um, but I was an athlete my whole life. I never really had trouble, and I could barely do like 15 steps at a time. It was rough. It was rough. And it kind of it took me by surprise. And my kids were looking at me. And so that very next Monday, that's when I started Orange Theory. Yeah. Um, my one daughter and just I was it was enough to say I want to be here for those kids, maybe hopefully future grandkids. And I don't want to be lazy. I want to be in shape to do that as well. Gotcha. And prior to that, was it just kind of like just going going with the flow, like not not even really worried too much about the health and fitness side or where where were you prior to that day on those stairs? So I would do things like play sand volleyball, but you know that it wasn't I wasn't in really good shape for it. I would do the yo-yo thing where I'd go for like a little while or I'd try this or I tried that and it just didn't stick. I mean, I knew that I was out of shape, but I didn't realize how bad till that day. Gotcha. And that's what kind of made me go, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's yeah. something 
about like your kids being involved, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you have that experience. And um, I know that, you know, your kids see that. So how did you kind of feel with your kids being involved in that experience? Yeah, that was probably the biggest thing because my kids kind of see me as bigger than life. They always think I can do whatever and I couldn't do it that day. So that was probably the hardest thing. And it was Mother's Day, which was even and I don't think they saw me as out of shape either until that day. And that was a worry more than anything else. Um, and yeah, it just was, it was enough to try to turn that around. Yeah. So, and yeah. so did you encourage your daughter to join? Did she encourage you? Did you guys encourage each other? How did that kind of all play out there? Both. I had, I was being a, a little sad, woe is me that night. And usually I'm the one picking them up. And she said, we're going tomorrow. We're going tomorrow and we're starting this. So yeah, it was her. Oh, that's awesome. And she still does it, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. both of her daughters do it all the time. So yes, yeah. you guys are still doing that. Well, awesome. So then how would you say um, fitness has has changed your life? Um, I know you've been an athlete your, you know, the good majority of your life. You kind of had a little bit of a, of a lull there where you weren't as in good a shape as you might have been when you were an athlete. But what would you say, how has fitness and health changed your life? Um. So I love how I feel right now, of course. Um, I just feel so much better working out. Um, as you know, I've lost a lot of pounds. Um, at I first, how much? <laughs> like 70. <laughs> 70 pounds, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, health-wise, you know, um, I, I had swollen feet all the time. I had swollen hands all the time, um, things like that. I would try to hike with my friends and... I'm super competitive and I don't like to be in last place. So that frustrated me. I wanted to get back in front of them yeah. <laughs> or at least beside them. Um, and I can do that now. Um, you know, just my skin, my hair, all the physical things that come with that, but also just mentally, no more mental fog. My brain started to work better. It, it's, it's a, it's a pretty vicious cycle when you don't realize and then the more things get better, they get better. Yeah. So it's yeah. not just, and that's something that I don't know. Um, I, I think people know, but they don't quite understand if they're not taking that journey is it's not only about physical changes, right? It's not only about how I look and all of that, but there is a lot of mental that goes into it that, that makes you feel better. You feel better physically, you feel better internally, and then it, it goes to, to mentally, right? Yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. It yeah. is huge. Yeah. Okay. So what um what do you want others to know? I know um something because because you are, like I said, such an inspiration. When I've seen you, you know, go to Orange Theory, it was like it was like you just like turned on a switch. There, <laughs> there was just this like motivation that was in you. There was this drive that was in you, but you also always, you know, had a smile on your face. You were always encouraging those next to you. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. So what would you want others to know? And actually before we start, let's answer this question really quick. So they, um, so they said, congratulations on your 70 pounds. And they want to know how long that took you. So let's answer that for them. Okay. That's one of the things that I would say is um, it, I'm, I'm heading into my 19th month of this nonstop. I haven't quit this time. I haven't, you know, like I said, yo-yos before, and I wanted that instant gratification. I did. I wanted it to be quick and it, and that's not how it works. Um, I did see some quick at first that gave me some motivation, but you have to keep going. That is the biggest thing I would say is you have to keep going. You might go 
less a little bit for a couple weeks or you might go on vacation or whatever, but don't stop. Just keep going. That would be my biggest take from all of this. And I'm still going. I've still, I have a lot to do and I'm not done and <laughs> I don't know when I'll be done. <laughs> So what do you think, uh, Kathleen's bringing sexy back. <laughs> that was another comment, I love it. Um, so what do you think, so what do you think in your brain, since we're kind of talking about like how long that took and kind of how you said that it's a yo, it was a yo-yo for a while, which so many people deal with the yo-yo. And a lot of that boils down to, you know, so many people that I have talked to, it boils down to all or nothing, right? It kind of boils down to what I've seen is I'm all in, I'm all in, I'm all in going a hundred miles an hour. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm all out. Yeah. Now, what would you say got you to stop kind of that yo-yoing and actually kind of got you on that like okay i can maintain this and not do that yo-yo anymore okay um number one thing is i was turning 50. <laughs> and yeah. i um i wanted to be the sexy 50 year old i didn't want to be you know the not i also wanted to be in shape um i i, I can't you know all you guys at Orange Theory, all you coaches, the program there definitely did a lot for me as far as because I'm competitive, the competitions, the whatever. And I realized at one point that my competition wasn't with other people. It was with myself as far as I just needed to be better for myself. And I think that's what turned it around for me as I started doing it for myself. Um, those three kids, but no one else. It wasn't for because I needed a guy or I needed, you know, people to like me how I looked or the clothes I had to be so cute. It was just for me. And I think that was the big turnaround that keeps me going. Yeah. And I think, and that's what happens with so many, you know, so many clients that I have, it is, it's once you kind of have that little switch of, this is not about, you know, somebody else looking at me. This is not about how somebody else views me. It is about how I feel internally. And then, and then what happens in, is that you start glowing and you start everything kind of just snowballs so that there are people that are like, Hey, Hey, I mean, you've got comments on here. Um, <laughs> Angela Morton's like, congratulations. You've been on fire saying you don't look 50. And then we've also got so proud of you that you, you keep them going. So you are a huge light. And that is something, um, once again, like when you, when you walked into a, the studio, I felt like there was a light coming in. And I feel like that is all based on how you feel internally. You can't fake that light. You mm -hmm. can't fake that joy. You can't fake that motivation that you are giving everybody else. You were feeling it. You were on fire. And then so many people in that room, in that space were on fire with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, I, and do you think that um, that helps you too? Like knowing, because I know you brought a lot of friends on um, into the fitness, you know, doing the classes with you. Do you think that that helped drive you too? Like having them? Absolutely. If um, if you're my people, you're my people. Anybody that knows me, I'm super loyal. Um, so having other people come and start to get that same light and that same smile and that same feeling better, um, even fr friends needed it as well as I did. So yeah, that drives me hugely is to just keep going is so that they look at me and go, if she can do it, I can do it. Let's keep going. Yeah. You know? 
So. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't always understand that side of it. You know, like even being a coach myself, like you coming into class inspired the crap out of me, right? Like it's, it, it, and I'm a coach and I should, I should have my own motivation or whatever, but it's not always the case. When you see somebody coming in, killing it, you know that you can, and you feel so empowered and so wonderful knowing that that person is working so hard, it motivates you. Mm-hmm. And I just know, like I said, it was just like this tribe that would come in and it was just this great, wonderful energy that was so enjoyable to see and enjoyable to watch and just absolutely inspiring. So yeah, so you had t- you had talked about that it's not a quick fix and a lot of us want that. You're 19 months into the process. You've, you've You've lost 70 pounds, which is phenomenal. But you also said you're not stopping. You're right. You're, you want to do some more. Yeah. Um, and then, um, oh, yeah, we, we wanted to I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, about diet. So you lost the 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. Was it um, what did you do differently with your diet? Did you do differently with your diet? What are what are some some feedback you have for some people on that? So I I, you know, obviously you try everything when you're trying to lose weight, the different kinds of things. And I think you'll agree it's what works for you. Um, I exercise was my number one thing. Um, And I just basically at first, to be honest, I just lessened the carbs and I went for more protein. That is really all I simply did in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it was enough with the exercise to kind of release some of those pounds. Mm -hmm. So it's getting harder now, but... (laughs) And that's, and that's really, that's really what it boils down to, right, Kathleen? I think, and actually, I mean, I know because I see so many people going through the yo-yo um, and the yo-yo is not only I want a quick fix, but the yo-yo is I am going to go all in and I'm going to take everything out of the equation. I'm not going to ever have wine again. I'm never going to, you know, eat a piece of bread again. And I'm going to, you know, empty out my cupboards. I'm going to, you know, it's like this, like just craziness that you can't maintain. But for you, what you said is, Hey, I took out some carbs. Whoa. And it made that much difference for Mm -hmm. some people. It's I took out fast food for some people. It's I took out drinking, you know, sodas and, there's all these little small things that people don't realize that if you just start off small and you start and you're and you're patient, whew, you're going to be yeah. able to maintain it, right? Yeah, and I think that's the other thing is, and don't give up. I used to be one that be like, if I ate bad on Friday, I'm like, oh, I'm going to give up till Monday. I'll start over. No, if you have a bad meal, the next meal can be healthy. You can be fine. It's it's that's what it's about. And that that was a huge lesson I've learned this time around is just because you ate bad doesn't mean you have to keep eating bad. I think think we put a lot of it into failure, right? We look at it as I had a piece of pizza today, now I'm a failure. And where it's like, no, 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 I had a piece of pizza. I'm, I'm, I'm human. Pizza's good. I, as a coach, eat pizza. Like everybody I know eats pizza. It doesn't make you a failure. But what makes you a failure is saying, okay, now I'm a failure and screw it. Now I'm just going to eat everything because I already messed up. Yeah. And it's like, no, you can have pizza at noon. And then at, at wait, what can you do for dinner? You can totally change your, your mind, your day. You're not going to have pizza again and then just start fresh. And yeah. it can be minute by minute, right? I don't know if you've ever dealt with like minute by minute where it's like, okay, this minute I might've messed up, but there's always the next minute. Yeah. And sometimes now, I mean, I love my wine night with my girls. Mm-hmm. So I'll prepare for that. 
and and exercise that day and eat healthy most of the day so I can have that wine at the end of the night. So. Yeah, because because how it what it boils down to is that is a lifestyle that you enjoy. That is where you build your friendships, your community. It is something that means something to you. Mm -hmm. And if you were to say, I'm never going to have wine again, what would that do? What would that do to you? Is that sustainable for you? No, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and why, why do you think that wouldn't be sustainable? Because I want to be with my friends and it would just, it, it would just be different. Not that I can't be with them and not drink wine, yeah, but, yeah, too, but but that's just something that we do. And that's an important part in that place where we have a few appetizers and wine and we hang out and it's therapy to each other. So yeah. I wouldn't want to miss out on that. Yeah. And you don't have to. And that's where that balance comes in. And that's where not going into that yo-yo comes into play because you're like, oh, my gosh, I I'm not really depriving myself of much. I'm still yeah. getting my wine nights. I'm still getting my, you know, my my friendship. Um, that's just crazy talk. No wine. Right. You don't have to go <laughs> in the wine. The wine can stay, everybody. The wine. I've never told anybody to take away wine. Yeah. <laughs> if it's like every single day and you have like, you know, five glasses or so a day, that might be it. But but I love what you're saying because I, I do. I think people just view it as they have that it's like neglect. I have to take something away from my life constantly. And that just puts you in this place of feeling, you know, like you, you can't, you can't have what you want. And that's, that's a really bad place to be. Right. 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 Yeah. So let's talk about um, making the time, making that a priority. How did you make time a priority? You're, you're a busy, you've got kids. How did you make working out and eating healthy and doing the right things? How did you make that a priority? I just made the decision. It's, it's really to me as simple as that you we all have so much in lives and it's hard and you're not going to make it every day, but you have to make that decision. And sometimes for me, that's 5 a.m. That's, mm -hmm. you know, 645 at night. It's I I made a decision to make time for that. It should be if you want to have success, you have to make time for it just like you would going to work. You're mm -hmm. going to have to take that hour to do those things. And then did you find like after you said in stone, OK, I'm going to make the time. Did you think it got easier after oh. you kind of started doing that? Absolutely. You base your routine around that. And then you kind of are like, if you don't do it, you're like, wait, I didn't do my workout today. You know, so, yeah, you just it's I know it's creating a habit is mm -hmm. I, I mean, it is it's got to be part of your everyday and just a decision that you're going to do it. Well, and that's something so motivational to other people. Like it's not always going to be as hard as it is when you're starting, right? It oh, is not yeah. always going to be, oh my gosh, I dread working out. It's not always going to be, I can never find time. Um, it is not always going to be like that. It be the sure. priority, just like your breakfast, lunch, your dinner, um, your work, your um, everything. This is a set in stone priority that I have. And it's not hard anymore. Like yeah. it almost, you know, you still have to work and you still have to, you know, make it happen. But it's not as hard as it is when you start out. Absolutely. And I think that's the, pro the, the, the thing that a lot of people do is they start out and then it gets really hard. And then we, we want to stop because we continually think this is just going to be hard forever. Yeah, it and won't. <laughs> it's not hard forever. I mean, you push yourself forever and you work hard, but it's not going to still be that same like, oh, my gosh, I can't find time. Oh, my gosh, I don't like to work out or oh, my any of those kind of things that kind of come into play. So yeah. awesome. OK, um, let's talk about some kind of some of the lessons that you learned 
learned throughout, you know, throughout your time. Um, you kind of talked about, you know, making small goals. Let's talk about how you made your small goals instead of, you know, I know you talked a little bit about it, but let's talk a little bit more of like what small goals you set to get to that big goal. I think when I first started, my first goal was to just get to the gym, just mm -hmm. maybe three times a week. Don't even worry about anything else. Don't worry about the food yet. Don't worry about this. Just get there. You know, then as that got easier, then it was like, okay, let's cut out a few carbs. You know, let's only drink wine one night a week. Mm -hmm. Let just little things, you know. And I remember being at a football game in October after that May. And that's when my friends kind of say, we're like, whoa, like, what are you doing? And all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow. Like, I got here. Like, I'm, but I just made small goals. And that was, you know, I talk about that even cleaning my house. I can't look at the whole house. I have to do one room at a time and then get to the bigger goal. So like for me, just making small changes a couple weeks at a time and you didn't fail at those small changes. Yeah. And um, I mean, I you might gonna be talking about this, but the way you put the nutrition to us recently was huge for me. You one day said, eat a protein breakfast. And I didn't worry about anything else. I ate the protein breakfast. This is all new, Lori. And you did this was phenomenal for me because that's all I did. And then the next week it was something else. It was drink your water or it was have a snack. And all of a sudden now I'm I'm pretty healthy eater right now. And I told you, I'm like, oh, she just made me write down my food and I didn't even know I was doing it. <laughs> I know. I remember you said that. And so what so what Kathleen is talking about is we have our WOW program that she's been a part of. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But this is a great time to kind of talk about how we kind of added the nutrition in there. And we wanted to make it a more positive way instead of um, saying, hey, let's take this away. Let's take this away. Let's take this, this away. I decided, oh, my goodness, let's start adding. Let's Let's not tell people what they need to take away. Let's add to what they're going to do. And so, like you said, it was like that kind of slow progress. It's like, let's have a protein filled breakfast. And that's it. I didn't tell you to take your wine away. I didn't tell you to take away your, your livelihood or anything like that. And then, like you said, it was just kind of these small changes to where when you're adding these small changes, you don't even realize that you're subtracting these other things. Right. So it's like, instead of saying you'd have to get rid of all of your carbs and you have to get rid of this and you have to be on this strict, you know, calorie diet. It was just, it's just something a little bit more motivational. Okay. I'm adding something. Right. And I remember you said that you were like, Lori, we're like, it was like, I think we were like maybe five weeks in and you're like, I'm, you got me writing all my stuff down and I didn't even know that I was doing it. And I'm like, exactly. yes. So it is, it is, it is, a, it is great to kind of do a positive way of looking at it as opposed to always depriving yourself. And thank you for writing deprived in the comments there because I couldn't think of the word because it really is deprivation. It's saying I can't have this. And it's just like a kid in a candy store or a kid at Christmas. It's like the one thing that your parent says you cannot have. Oh my God. That's the one thing you want more than anything, right? Even if it's flipping broccoli and your parents say, no, we can't afford broccoli. You can't have broccoli. That's the only thing you're going to want. Right. Yeah. Um, so I love, I love that that worked for you. Um, and I know too, kind of doing those smaller, smaller goals works worked for you as well and one thing that I know is awesome is kind of that like not feeling like a failure right so during this pro like let's talk back to when you were yo-yoing and how much you felt like a, a failure and let's talk now like do you what what is the difference between the yo-yo and now as that failure that feeling of failure or 
Um, yeah, yeah. On the yo-yo, you try to do so good, but you were trying to do everything at once and you were trying to, and then you would fail at that because it's super hard. That's a hard thing to do. Um, I was coming off of, I don't know how long it took me to gain all that weight. Uh, it was, you know, it was just one of those things that I lost myself. I wasn't eating healthy, not exercising. So just doing the small things. And then now if I go on a vacation and I eat all week, it doesn't bother me because I say, oh, no worries. I'll get back on it Monday. Mm -hmm. There's a confidence to it that I know just because I ate bad for a week doesn't mean I can't do it. That's a huge difference for me is I know I can do that now. I didn't know that when I was yo-yoing. Yeah. And I think you don't know that when you're yo-yoing because you just feel like a failure and it's this constant of you're, you're kind of on fire and then you're a failure. You're excited. You're a failure. And those are emotions that we're not really able to understand and control. And, and, and they're very difficult for you because you don't want to be in that place. You don't want to be in euphoria and you don't want to be down here. Those mm -hmm. are two spaces that we don't really know how to handle. Even though we think the euphoria is great and we're doing great, great, great. The, 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 the low is so low that it's, it, there's just, we're not made to do that. Right. So if we can stay kind of consistent and say, I'm feeling good about myself. I don't feel like a failure. I'm not up here in euphoria, killing it constantly. I'm still, you know, making some th changes that aren't what I wanted to do or whatever, but I'm not going to go down here either. We're going to, we're going to stay in the middle. So I absolutely love that. So let's talk then a little bit about um, you said you used to want to be skinny, like that was your goal. And I think so many people that come to me, that's, that's their goal. It's like, I want to look like this Lori, or I want to look like, you know, I want to have this muscle Lori, or some of those things when people come to me, what changed in your mind from wanting to be skinny to wanting to be healthy, strong and lift heavy? <laughs> wanting, to, wanting to be that skinny was the outer shell, just like thinking that's how I should be. That's how my clothes should fit. That's whatever. Now I think I'm successful more because it's coming from, I want to be healthy. I want to have muscles. I want to be in shape. I want to climb those stairs faster than the rest of my family. Mm -hmm. um, things like that. And I am, I, I mean, we'll talk about this, but like I am gaining muscle and getting smaller. And I did that wasn't in my wheelhouse, you know, like I had yeah. muscle when I was young, but it was different now. And I was like, I just have to lose, but that's not true. Mm -hmm. You can shape your muscles and they actually become smaller and you look smaller in your clothes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and let's talk about like that whole, so wanting to be skinny is a goal. And that is one thing that you can be proud of. So if you're not skinny and until you're skinny, are you ever going to be proud of yourself? You're exactly right. Nope. Right. So I know we've kind of talked about this before too, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if skinny is my goal, I am more than likely going to be um, a failure. I'm going to feel like a failure because being skinny um, takes a lot of time, a lot of effort and skinny is different in everybody's mind and all of that stuff. And you know, what is skinny to you might not be skinny to somebody else, but again, it is literally only one aspect that you're giving yourself credit for. Yeah. Whereas 
you can now say, I can climb those flipping stairs at that point. I'll go up and down the dang. I'm, I'm sure you could just go up and down those stairs, right? Yeah. And you know, you can say, hey, I feel stronger. I'm able to keep up with my kids. I'm kicking my kids butt and they're what, 30 years younger than me, right? <laughs> There's, there's so many different, and my food, like I'm eating differently and I'm feeling very proud of adding this or adding that. So what happens is, is when you have that one skinny goal, right? All you're setting yourself up for is failure. Whereas what you have done is you have created so many ways that you can have success and not feel like a failure. Do you feel that? I do. And I, one thing I would say about the food is when I had the realm of being skinny, I starved myself. Mm-hmm. Now that I have the realm of being muscly in shape, I fuel myself. Yes. So I'm eating more, but eating better and losing weight than when I was a starving myself. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. And there's a saying, you know, like, you know, work out because you love your body, not because you hate your body. Yes. That is the same thing with the way that we eat, the way that everything. So eat like you love your body, yes. work out like you love your body, because so many of us get into this because we're, we're overweight and we don't like the way that we look and we hate everything about it. like we just hate it. And we really need to change that mindset and say, no, I love my body. I love working out with Kathleen. Um, I love my body. And that's why I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to start eating better and I'm going to start working out. And it's a different, just a different mindset, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about, so we're talking about strength training. This is one of my, I mean, this has been my passion for eight, eight or more years just because, um, Eight years ago, I came up with the Women on Weights program because I felt like there were so many women that um, I know felt the same way you do. It's like, if we do strength training, it's going to bulk us up. It's going to, you know, make me gain weight. Um, you know, it's not going to be beneficial. I need to do that cardio, cardio, cardio. And I just remember most women would be doing cardio. They'd be doing the step aerobics. They'd be doing the kickboxings. They'd be doing all of this. And there was this one element that was missing. And I remember, you know, I was in a muscle man gym. There was like, like my boss was all muscular and everything. And I was like, you know what, why am I intimidated by building muscle and, you know, doing those kind of things? I'm not going to look like him. He's taking all of these like supplements and like, he is crazy. I can't look like him. Yeah. And um, I remember him like, you know, starting to teach me how to, how to strength train. And it was like empowering. And it was, oh my gosh, I just lifted something so much more than I did before. And that's kind of where the women on weights came into play. And I know you and I had talked about it and you you were, you were hesitant at first. Now let's talk about why you were hesitant and why some other women would be hesitant too. Um, kind of the same as you're saying. I, you know, had been losing weight, um, doing the cardio and I didn't want to bulk up. My weight, um, weights lifting was when I was younger and I was doing it to be a basketball player or a volleyball player. And that was really my only, and I was like, well, I'm not going to work out like them. So I'm going to build big muscles and I'm not going to look like I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And were you, were you, was there ever in, in an intimidation feel in there at all? Or what, what are your thoughts on that with the strength training? Are you would have done it before? So maybe not. Well, I can see what you're saying. Like I, so I'm not intimidated very much. Especially, but I totally understand from my friends too. Like I, I mean, I'm always saying lift the heavier weight. If you, you know, if you don't want to, you can put it back down. So I could see where women, they may just think I can't lift that weight. It's going to be hard. Like I'm not strong enough to lift that weight, but you are. 
Yeah. So I can see the intimidation factor for sure. Yeah. And I think some women too are just nervous. Like if I, if I pick up a heavier weight, I'm going to start, you know, getting bigger and bulkier. Mm -hmm. And that's where I want to kind of talk about you. Um, you lost your 70 pounds and this is extremely common to, you know, lose a lot of weight and then kind of have a time where you plateau. So let's talk about that a little bit. I know you had a dry triad orange theory that kind of got you again. So let's talk about all of that. Okay. So, I mean, you know, I love orange theory. My heart is there and I'll never give it up, but, um, I did the dry try and it was brutal. And I was like, Oh, I am not in shape the way I was at the same around time frame. We had, um, like a scan, a body scan, because it was a six week challenge. And I worked my tail off in that six week challenge and I actually did not lose anything. So it was super frustrating. Um, and I, I, I sent you an email and said, skin was horrible. I'm, uh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was a huge plateau for me and I didn't know where to go. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, people look at that as a failure again, right? Because, mm -hmm. and, I, and it's one of those like lows, like really big lows again, because you had this 70 pound weight loss high of, I lost all of this weight. It was one, it's awesome. It's wonderful. And then you, you worked your tail off. It's not like you just sat around and wanted this challenge to be amazing. You still worked your, your butt off and you didn't see the change that you were looking for. And a lot of times that does happen because we do play plateau, our body gets kind of used to what we're doing, even though we're killing it because Orange Theory workouts are phenomenal, right? I mean, for HIIT training, you will not get out of there without dripping with sweat, without, you know, knowing that you worked hard. But sometimes your body says, hey, you know, you've been doing this a little bit. Why don't we do something different and something that you might have been missing? So let's talk about what your your body might have been missing a little bit. <laughs> for sure. Um, I know you asked, you were starting the women on weights and I said, yes. I mean, I, I, you know, I trust you. <laughs> and, um, I remember, so it's two weeks, two days a week. And I remember even after just the first two week, the first two days, um, I felt pretty good. I was like, this is what I needed. And this was with no results or anything. It just felt good to lift those weights. Um, the, the class I was in, those women, I love them. I mean, I just love that class. They're so great. Um, so yeah, another place to be motivated by someone else. Like they were motivating me, you were motivating me. And then as the weeks went on, I started to realize that these weights, it felt really good. And every week I was lifting heavier. I was doing more reps and it quickly, I was getting stronger very, very quick, which was surprising to me. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, what it does for you, because, you know, kind of looking at it, you know, you are taking one full hour, two days a week to really focus on strength. It is no cardio. It is just building that strength. So you are going to be able to see those strength benefits, you know, still doing Orange Theory as well, right? Like you, yeah. you're still doing that. All you did was add in two days of pure strength training. And yeah, like, and that's another one of those like, okay, I had this, you know, plateau, but how did you feel even though you didn't see results, you weren't really necessarily seeing results yet. Did you feel like good, even though you still thought you might be still plateauing? 
yeah, I thought I was plateauing. I really didn't feel like I was losing anything, but I felt really good because I felt it's it's just a good feeling after that hour's over. I mean, it hurts, but <laughs> yeah. after the hour's over, you feel accomplished, you feel strong. I mean, especially I'm, again, I'm at my age, I'm thinking all I need is muscles. And yeah, so I really didn't realize, I mean, I started to see like in my legs a little bit, maybe some muscle forming. Like I was like, okay, this is doing good. But yeah, I didn't even know. I thought I was still in the same plateau. Yeah, you didn't even realize what was going on. Nope. So what we what we did at the beginning of the eight weeks is we made sure that you guys did kind of, you know assessments with making sure that you could see your progress with your your chest press, your all of that, and then we also did measurements. So let's talk Ooh. about the how you felt on the day that you took your measurements and let's talk about that like the day that you did your measurements let's talk about how you felt um yeah i the, i i'm not sure when i measured first um but i was astonished i was like what what i mean i had like an inch off of my thighs um three or four inches off my waist which has been a huge ordeal for me is my waist um my calf, you know, I'm a person that struggles to get in those long boots in the winter. I've lost a quarter inch off my calves. I mean, you can't ask for that. You have to lift the weights. <laughs> and so what was your total inches lost? I know everybody wants to hear. 15 and a half inches yeah. in the eight weeks. In eight flipping weeks. And that's yep. something um, that I really focus on in these programming too, is I don't want you to get on the scale. Um, because with weight training, sometimes we the, the muscle is a leaner, it's denser than fat. And so sometimes we can really shrink and our scale doesn't change. So um, it's another way to kind of look at a positive as opposed to jumping on that scale all of the time. So what are your thoughts kind of, of feeling like not necessarily, and I don't know, did this, I don't know if the scale went down for sure or not, but when the scale doesn't go down and you see 15 inches lost, how does that feel? Yeah, that's, it's awesome. Um, I don't love the scale. I'm not a big scale person. Um, so I, this was definitely something I needed. Mm -hmm. um, measuring is huge. Like, yeah. You know, I think that's great. I can't even tell you how I felt to just know. And, you know, eight weeks, it was work, but it was also so fun. Mm -hmm. So to lose 15 and a half inches doing something super fun was even more awesome. So, well, and the thing that gets me with these groups and the reason, you know, I it, it, it's, I'm so passionate about it is it's not it's about you, but it's also about being in a group of women that are wanting the same thing. They're wanting the same goals. They're wanting to reach the same. They want to get stronger. They want to feel confident. They want all of this. And so when you guys get together in a group, it's like a, it's like a special bond. Do you kind of feel that? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think about that. I'm like, I don't really know these women that well, but we have a connection for sure. Yeah. Like we're rooting for each other. Um, you want the other person to do so well. It's 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 a really unique situation. And we're on Zoom. It's yeah. like not even in person or anything. It's just a really cool situation. Yeah. Well, here's a question. Uh, it says, is WOW appropriate for beginning weightlifters for those who have very little knowledge or experience with weights? What would you say, Kathleen, you, coming from a... Um, um, client perspective? Um, 100% perfect for beginners. Um, Lori makes it for every, I mean, there's, I don't know, eight or nine of us in that certain class and you pick up the weight you can do. You do the exercise, how you can do it. It's all levels. And I, if you're a beginner, this is exactly the right place for you. 
Yeah. And just to kind of add to that, um, absolutely right. So you can be in a group. And what I love about WOW so much and weightlifting is that you can literally be in a group that has had veterans in it that have been with me for years. And then you can just start. And literally the only difference between you and that person is your weight is different. Yeah. You're, you're doing the same exercises. Mm -hmm. You're pushing yourself just as hard. The only difference is they might have a 20 pound and you might have a 10 pound. And so absolutely it is appropriate for everybody. And especially if you don't have any knowledge like that, that's what I do. That's my passion. It's what I want to do. I want to make sure. And like you said, modifications are going to be huge and key when we're doing, wow, I want to make sure that everybody gets everything out of it, wherever you are. And the, the great thing that too, is that you can be with a veteran. And I don't know if you feel this way, Kathleen, because I, I would say Kathleen in the class, you're, you know, you're the one that people are kind of like, oh my gosh, she kicks butt, you know, she's pushing and, and that's just who you are. Um, and people are like, they admire you. But I think on the same token, you admire them because of different reasons. So let's like, do you have kind of a feeling of why you invite and when they're telling you, you kick butt and you're awesome and you're so strong and they wish they could lift what you lift. <laughs> how do you feel about them? Yeah. So I, um, yeah, they, they push me. Um, they push me to be better when I see them doing what they're doing. And, you know, I see them little kids are running in and out of the zooms and like, you know, I have time to do this now. Um, and yeah, they motivate me. And, and even being that person that is lifting the heaviest weights, I want to show them I can so that they will push to be that as well. So they're inspiring me to be better so they can be better. Exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, it's, they inspire me all, every class. And I feel like it's, you know, doing this for eight years, I feel like it is a combination of both. Like they're looking up to you, you're looking at them and inspired because they are starting from somewhere that is very, very difficult. Like you said, they have kids, they have, um, they maybe never don't know how to weight train, or maybe they, you know, they're not lifting the weight you're doing, but they are doing exactly what you're doing. And they are pushing themselves to get to where you are. And so that is an inspiration that I don't think people realize coming from a coach, coming from somebody that lifts the heaviest and, you know, does all that like you, what we see in them and why it makes such a good experience for everybody. Yeah, and there are so many successes. Yeah. It's so cool. And yeah. do you think anybody should ever feel intimidated? Like if somebody's lifting heavier than them, what would you say about anybody that would feel intimidated doing that? Um, I don't think you should feel intimidated at all. I truly, um, I, you know, I know we have crazy stuff in our world, but in this little place, everybody is for each other. And it doesn't matter if it's five pounds or 30 or, you know, squat low or squat high or whatever it is. Everybody has their successes every single time we get on there together. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, I, I know that I adore and it's just something that I get goosebumps. Everybody cracks up at me because I'm always getting goosebumps, but <laughs> I just always get goosebumps because everybody excites me. Everybody's journey is different and everything mm-hmm. is, is, is just amazing. And I have loved having you be a part of the journey. I know like, you know, leaving Orange Theory was a, a very difficult decision for me. And it's, it is nice to know that you're still in my life. You're still killing it at Orange Theory, but you, I still get a little part of you, a little piece of you and your and your spirit and your drive and your um like I said I feel like clients give more to me than I could ever give to, <laughs> ever give to them and it's it's just that mutual that mutual thing so let's kind of then let's kind of just finish off with 
Um, you know, what are some things that you want everybody to know before we get off? Like, what are some things that, you know, you just don't want to leave this call without making sure that everybody, because you got so many people listening right now. I mean, you've got people asking about wow now. You've got people, um, yeah, Lestine saying, you know, it's been the best thing being with you. And she started at grounds. I mean, some started at ground zero. Your whole entire journey, 70 pounds. 15 and a half inches after that, what are some things that we can leave people with that you want to make sure that they know? Um, just uh, take your inspiration from where you can. Um, plus coaches like Lori and the coaches at Orange Theory, they know what they're doing. Um, get partners to go with you. Get in a class with other women like you. Um, don't, this whole thing on failure, don't feel like a failure. Just Keep going just because you did something that wasn't on your your journey or your wheelhouse. Just keep going. Um, you know, I'm trying to think like um, don't let it be a short. I mean, like I said, I'm in 19 months in this last eight weeks has punched me to more. I've I've ordered heavier weights. <laughs> I'm going to be even stronger. I'm going to keep on. I mean, it really has like, I didn't know that that eight weeks was going to do this for me. So just remember that maybe you're chugging along. The inspiration is ahead of you and it might come in any way, shape or form. But mine was in this eight weeks of weightlifting and I would add it to anybody's program. It makes a huge difference. Oh, awesome. Well, it was so great chatting with you, Kathleen. I've, I've been inspired by you literally since the day that you walked into Orange Theory. I, and I know you probably get this a lot, but you are a light. You you shine. Um, but not only that, you're, you're giving your heart. I can, you can feel your heart. You can feel how you care about others. And, you know, and I think sometimes that is, you know, uh, overlooked of how like special somebody is that can do that, that that can have people in their lives because you know a lot of us don't have that we don't have that ability to be that light and be that shine for for everybody and it is really nice to see that and feel that when you would walk in the door and then not only having that inspiration but you walking the walk you talking the talk. Um, and then when you started seeing results, you the first thing you thought of is, I want to share this with everybody that I love, everybody that I know. And you got so many more people motivated. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be commenting that you motivated and they already are, you know, to just be better people. And all of this started by you wanting to make a change. You made a change for so many people, including me. And I just want to thank you. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> It happens all the time, but I just want to thank you for being you. And I want to thank you that you get to be in my life and inspire me. Yes. So, yay. So awesome guys. If you, What's that, Kathleen? Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sure if you guys want to chat with Kathleen, I'm sure she'd be more than happy to answer any questions because sometimes it's more fun to, you know, talk to the person than it is to talk to Coach Lori. Uh, <laughs> I don't bite or whatever. But if you want to talk to Kathleen about her journey, about anything she's gone through, she is so supportive. You will be so excited to chat with her and talk to her. Of course, I'm here for you guys, too, if you need anything. But otherwise, guys, let's have a great rest of our day. And thank you so much, Kathleen. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>Thank you for joining me in my podcast. I was so excited to chat with all of you today. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. Just wanted to let you know that we do, I do have a women on weights program that is going to be starting. It's going to be starting November 
30th. It's an eight-week program for women. It is strength training virtually that you can do at home. All you need is a set of weights, and I can tell you some other items that you might need. I have been doing this for over eight years, so I think you will get enormous benefit from it. Please go to onelife-coaching.net to learn more information.